0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces podcast. This is your host, Emma Balaka. Uh, For my next episode, this guest is a little bit nervous and unsure about coming on the podcast and talking about her life and her whole story in figure skating, but I'm just really proud of her for kind of getting over that fear and coming and sharing her journey as it's just the beginning, that guest is me. (laughs) So yeah, I'm very excited to kind of share my journey in sport and in life in general. So I started skating when I was about six. I just say six, I probably started later I actually started out playing hockey. I have two brothers and one sister, and both of my brothers play hockey. And my parents kind of put us in every single sport, hockey, skating, gymnastics, soccer, you name a sport, I probably played it. (laughs) So when I was about six, I was playing hockey and I was figure skating at the same time. I did that for about four years and then I got to the point where my parents told me I needed to choose one and I chose figure skating and I am very happy with that decision because I don't think I would have made it too far in hockey (laughs) when I was playing hockey every single year that I played hockey I was on an all boys team I was the only girl on the entire team but that was just normal like i didn't think it was weird i just thought that's just like how it was just girls didn't really play hockey but i i loved it like i thought i just loved the the team aspect of it which was so different from figure skating as it's so it's such an individual sport and when you're out on the ice you can't blame mistakes on other players like it's literally just you on the ice if you make a mistake you make a mistake (laughs) so I really love that I really like that balance of figure skating which is so such an individual sport and hockey which is such a team sport and I just really liked aspects of both of those how on the ice all the pressure was on me and I could control kind of the outcome but like not exactly because things happen that, that are out of your control that's not what I'm saying but I just felt like I had complete control and if I made mistakes I made mistakes I owned up to it and if I laid down a really great program that was all me I could take full credit for that but so that's what I liked about figure skating But when I played hockey, what I loved about hockey was that team aspect and that camaraderie we had between each player, just the mutual respect we had for one another. And the guys, they didn't treat me any differently because I was a girl. I didn't treat them any differently because they were guys. It was just kind of a mutual respect, and we were all out there with the same goal. And we were kind of – it was just fun. Like, we just had fun out there. There was no pressure to – win games, win tournaments, win medals, win win trophies. We were just there having a good time, having fun. And I think that's so important with sport. And I think so often we lose that aspect of why we're doing it and why we started in the first place. I started figure skating. I started playing hockey because it was simply fun at the end of the day. (laughs) I didn't start these sports because I wanted to be the best in Canada or an Olympic champion. That was not my mindset when I was six or seven years old. (laughs) I don't think that's any mindset of a six or seven year old. Why do these kids, why do kids start sports in the first place? Because they have fun and it's fun doing those sports with your friends and you meet so many new people that Because it's so much more than just winning tournaments and getting these trophies. It's about the relationships you build with your teammates and what you learn through that whole journey. So after playing hockey and figure skating at the same time for four years, I made the decision to stick with figure skating. My first real big competition Besides like sectionals or just like the little like regional competitions, it would probably be challenge when I was, I want to say 12 or 13. I made it to challenge in pre-novice for the very first time and it was all the way in Montreal. That was a big deal for me. That was my first competition outside of Edmonton and some surrounding little towns so I was so excited to finally be competing outside of the province and against everybody in Canada. So that was a pretty pretty big moment in my career. <laughs> Little 12-year-old Emma was pretty fired up about that. Um, so I go there, I'm in pre-novice, and I have all my doubles, and I think... I am very good (laughs) boy was that a wake-up call when I went to challenge (laughs) I step on the practice and I'm out there with girls ripping out double axles and triple sows that was quite the wake-up call for me I was like holy I'm gonna need more than a double lutz double toe if I want to compete with these girls (laughs) Getting the opportunity to compete against these girls who I thought were incredible if they had a double axle or a triple, even better if they had a triple, like they were on another planet (laughs) to little 12-year-old Emma with a double flip. (laughs) So I completed my first challenge. I think I came probably in the 20 bottom 20s but I was happy with my skates. I laid down two skates that I was proud of and from there I was chosen to represent Alberta at the Canada Winter Games in Prince George. I was even more hyped up about that because Canada Games, if you don't know, it's kind of like a mini Olympics but just for Canada so all the provinces have Pick a certain amount of athletes for each sport and I was grateful enough to be chosen to represent Alberta in figure skating and this was when I was in pre-novice so from challenge I go back to Edmonton train for a couple weeks and then leave on the plane to Prince George with the rest of my team I remember the whole Alberta figure skating team. We all got like a private plane, so it was just all of us on the plane, nobody else. That was the first time I ever flew without my parents, and that was crazy. <laughs> Little third I was 13. No, I was 12 at this time. And I was off to Prince George flying Without my parents for the first time on a plane with a bunch of skaters that I kind of knew, kind of didn't really know. (laughs) So my parents thought it would be smart if they gave me a phone so they could communicate with me as I was 13 and I was about to be getting onto a plane with a bunch of pretty much strangers because I really did not know these skaters very well as they all trained at different clubs and we only really saw each other at competitions so my parents made the decision to it would probably be a good idea to get me a phone (laughs) so there's little emma getting on the plane for the first time without her parents with a new phone (laughs) going all the way to prince george and we were going to be staying in hotels we, we were going to be taking shuttles. We were going to be doing all these things, going to practice all of this. And we couldn't be with our parents. It was separate. So when we got there, we all had roommates. They're all kind of, they're already pre-chosen. And I remember the hotel room was tiny. And there's just two little bunk beds. And they were probably about maybe three feet separating the two bunk beds it was when i say the room was tiny it was tiny but boy did we have fun (laughs) that was also the first time i ever stayed at a hotel without my parents took a shuttle without my parents and i was at a competition without my coach because they have certain coaches that they choose who coach everybody on the alberta team So it was all very overwhelming, but when I was 13, it was all just exciting for me. I didn't get stressed, I didn't get nervous. It was just a new opportunity that I was so excited to be a part of and get to experience. So I had two great skates. I was very proud of them. Still just rocking my doubles in a cheetah double axle. (laughs) And then I remember after the event, there was still lots of events going on. So we were allowed to go and watch other events. So me and a couple of the skaters, I remember we went and watched like the me- the boys hockey, Alberta hockey team playing Ontario. And then we watched Synchronized Swimming, which I've never even, I know nothing about. I've never watched it in my entire life. And that was such a cool experience, just Getting to just watch and experience all these sports that you would not usually be exposed to. Like, I would have never gone and watched synchronized swimming unless it was at Canada Games. So that was really cool. Oh, and I remember I watched... What did I watch? I watched curling. That was interesting. (laughs) I know nothing about curling, and I still don't. But it was still really cool just... Getting to go to these sports and these events and meeting all these athletes all across Canada. Very grateful for that opportunity that I have. And I made memories and friends that I am I still keep in touch with to this day. So definitely an amazing, amazing experience. So the next season, that was my first year novice. And... When you get to novice, you can qualify to nationals. That's the first level that moves on to nationals. So it's novice, junior, and then senior. So I qualified to my very first nationals and my first year novice. And that one was in Ottawa, I want to say. I had an okay short, I landed the triple toe, landed the double axel, but then made a stupid mistake on my triple sow. So I was sitting in about sixth or seventh place going into the long. And then I was first skater in the final flight. I went out there and skated lights out. I moved up from sixth place all the way to second. And that was my very first national medal. I finished second in all of Canada, in novice. I remember I was so excited because they did the medal ceremonies that night and you got to go put your skates on and they announced your name and you went and skated out to center ice. You did a bow and then you went to the podium and they play your music while you're doing it. And they have the lights are all out and there's a spotlight on you. So that was so exciting for me nothing that I've ever experienced before. So we get our medals, we're standing on the podium and they're singing the anthem. And that was honestly just like a moment I'll never forget my entire life. Just all that hard work and all that sacrifice and the dedication was so worth it. Not because I received a medal but because I just laid down two programs that I was so proud of. Quick correction, that was my second year in novice, not my first year. So the next season comes along. I'm in my first year of junior. I start to get some triples. I get my triple loop. I get my triple luts and my triple triple. I kind of started to get in the conversation once I finally got those more consistent, and I was able to complete them under pressure in my program. And this was so exciting for me because I've never really been in that position before where people are like, "Was that a triple-triple I just saw from Emma Balaka? So I went to my first junior nationals, and that was the Olympic qualifiers where it was held in Vancouver at the Thunderbird Arena. And I just remember stepping out on the ice and just feeling the energy of the crowd. It's hard to explain the feeling and how you can feed off that energy, but you just do. And in, those, in that moment, I really felt it. And that was kind of the first real moment where I kind of felt nerves and this kind of pressure I was putting on myself because I was kind of being talked about. I was in the conversation and this was my home crowd, and this was the national championships in my first year junior. So there I am, 15-year-old Emma, just kind of sitting there before I'm about to go on the ice, and it all just hits me like, whoa. (laughs) So this is what nerves feel like, because before that, I never really felt nervous, I obviously felt butterflies in my stomach, but that was more of just excitement just to get out there and just do my job. This was the first moment where I kind of felt this pressure that I was definitely putting on myself. It was definitely an internal feeling. So I went out there, I had two pretty good skates. They weren't my best, but they weren't my worst. It's so easy to let the energy and the buildup to an event overwhelm and overtake your emotions and your entire body it was kind of an out-of-body experience because I didn't compete like how I was training and I just didn't feel like myself out there it was my first moment where I was kind of taken back by whoa like nerves are real and it kind of really screwed me up in this moment (laughs) But it was definitely a big learning experience for me. I took away a lot from that whole experience. And it was also so cool because after my event, we stayed an extra week to watch all the senior events as it was the Olympic qualifiers. And when I tell you it was electric in the building, I am not exaggerating. It was insane. It was so cool watching And it just felt like even cooler because I was like, oh, I was out on the ice two days ago. I competed on the same ice that those Olympians are competing on. The people you grew up watching on TV and now you're watching them in person at a competition that you just competed at and skated on the same ice as them. So the next season this is my second year in junior. I kept the same programs because I loved both of them and I received a lot of great feedback from all the judges at competitions and I felt really comfortable in them so I didn't want to change anything up because that season I was really focusing on dialing in my technical elements and really getting them consistent in practice so they were there for the competition when I was under more stress and I had that adrenaline pumping through my body. That season, I had a great summer of training and I received a Junior Grand Prix. My very first Junior Grand Prix, it was in Austria, in Linz. And when we arrived in Linz, we, were, we got there, we were super jet-lagged, tired, but one thing you do, one thing you cannot do is you cannot let yourself sleep. So when we got there, I was so exhausted, so jet-lagged, but I forced myself to stay awake and I forced Jason to stay awake and we made it through that day. It's always the first day that's the toughest, I find. And then after that, you kind of get into the groove and you kind of adapt, or that's what I found. So I didn't compete for two or three days after we got there. So for those days, I, I just had practice ice where I just ran my programs and the arena was beautiful. So I had two, two or three days of really awesome practice ice. So it was the day before my short program and I finished practice ice in the evening around five and around that time it was the men's event. So I stayed a little bit longer to watch the men's short and cheer on some of the Canadian skaters competing there. And so the event ended around, I want to say eight o'clock and right beside, right connected to the rink, there was the dining hall where we got all of our meals. So after the event was over, we hadn't eaten dinner yet. So we all walked over and had our dinner. And little did we know, the shuttle back to the hotel, they ended at about 9 p.m. Like they were done. Like if you were at the rink, you couldn't get back to the hotel because the shuttles went home. (laughs) That was the end of their shift. So we didn't know that. We thought they kept running until at least like 10 p.m. So we're eating dinner. It's about nine, it's about eight. 54 we finish at and we're like okay we're ready to go back to the hotel and so we walk over this is the night before my short and I don't compete till later like the next day in the evening so it wasn't like I had to get up super early so I knew I could kind of hang out a little bit longer so we get to the shuttle stop and the shuttle pulls up And we're like the only ones at the shuttle stop. And we just thought that was kind of weird because it's usually packed with skaters waiting to get on the shuttle. But it was just me, a couple, it was just me and a couple of the Canadian skaters and some other skaters from other countries that we had dinner with. So we get on the shuttle, and the shuttle driver is like, Oh, you guys are lucky. This is the last shuttle of the night. In his like Austrian accent. And we're all like, oh. <laughs> it just hit us that, oh my gosh, if we missed the shuttle, we would have been stranded at the rink. And it wasn't like our coaches had a car so they could just come and pick us up. No, we would have had to walk from the arena to the hotel. Pitch black outside. That would have not ended well we would have been in a lot of trouble. So we get onto the shuttle. Luckily, we catch the last one. We're all kind of laughing as we're like, oh my gosh, we're so dumb. This could have been so bad. So the next day, I had my short program. I made one mistake and I was sitting in, I think, 14th. And then I had my long program the next day and I had an amazing long program and moved all the way up to ninth. I landed the triple triple in my short and the double axle triple toe, and I rotated the triple lutz. I just kind of stepped out, but that was only the second or third time I ever fully rotated and stood up on the triple lutz in my long, so that was super exciting for me and for my coach. Me and some of the other Canadian skaters, we all kind of celebrated and had, had fun that night, and, The next morning, we were leaving super early. We went to bed really late, so me and my roommate, we both sleep through our alarms. So we wake up literally five minutes. I'm not even joking you. Like, I'm not kidding at all. We wake up five minutes before we're supposed to be on the shuttle with the Canadian team to leave for the airport. So we get up and we're like, oh my gosh. We quickly like grab all our stuff because it's all like spread out throughout the entire room. Throw it into the suitcase and run down to the lobby. And they're like getting on to the shuttle and we just like run on. And they didn't suspect anything. They thought we had a nice morning. We got up, had our breakfast. Little did they know we woke up literally five minutes before we were supposed to be on that bus going to the airport. That was very interesting, <laughs> but we made it. We made it onto the plane. Okay. We made it back to Canada. So that's all that matters. <laughs> that was a little history on my journey to figure skating. Um, now, you know a little bit more about me and my career so far. I had a lot of fun kind of going down memory lane and telling you guys all these stories that i kind of forgot about i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it was so much fun for me sharing these stories and making fun of myself (laughs) so stay tuned for the part two i hope you guys have an amazing morning afternoon or evening whenever you're listening to this be kind to yourself be kind to others this is Wide Open Spaces Podcast with Emma Balaka. And that's it for me. See ya. <laughs>